guys, welcome back to the We Were Wondering podcast. I'm Fiona. And I'm Peyton. And today we're going to be talking about stress dreams. Heck yeah. But before we get into stress dreams, let's talk a little bit about what causes dreams in general. Um, The general consensus is that nobody knows. And that's it for today's podcast, guys. Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) Yeah, Um, stay tuned. (laughs) Yeah, so basically, um, there's no... There are theories, and people think they have, scientists think they have a general idea of why people dream, but there's no, like, scientific proof or, like, solid answer. Um, But yeah, generally, it's believed that dreams help you to organize and analyze memories and emotions and can be a sort of rehearsal for real-life events. Um, It's also an outlet to express deep desires, um... And I, I'm looking at my notes, and I wrote that that's kind of Freudian. Um, so there's that. Um, dreams also aid in memory retention, uh, which is part of why we're told that studying before sleep can help us better recall what we worked on the night before. Um, however, that sucks. Don't do that. So, yeah. Um, dreams also spur creativity. This can mean, like, artistic cre- creativity, but it can also just mean, like, problem solving and, like, coming up with new creative ways of approaching situations. Um, so yeah, those are the general beliefs for why we dream. Um, given that it's widely believed that dreams are partially used to process emotions, it does make sense that our stress would also trigger dreams. So what are stress dreams and what causes stress dreams? Um, in order to get into this, let's look a little bit at why we stress in general. Stress is our body's way of preparing itself. It's a defense against danger, pressure, or even just new experiences. Um, One thing that goes into this was a difference between, or one thing that I was looking at and wasn't really sure of is how they differentiate, like, the different stresses. Because sometimes I feel like, for me at least, I get stress dreams about things that, like, I really don't need to be stressing about. And, um, it's not necessarily danger or like an actual threat, but, um, yeah, sometimes stress can be triggered and for things that you might consciously think like, oh, I don't need to be stressed about this, but then in real life or like in your head, it seems like a bigger deal. Um, and I kind of looked at the difference between how they would differentiate anxiety and stress in those situations. And they basically said they go together. Like, anxiety is a product of stress. Um, It's just your body believing that something is a threat that maybe consciously you know isn't. Um, But it kind of triggers that flight or or fight, (laughs) even though logically you don't need it in that situation. I also wanted to note here that since we're getting into stress dreams, we're talking generically about stress and anxiety. We're not getting into things like PTSD or those more stre- like very stressful traumatic dreams. That's that's a different thing and we don't have experience with that. So, um yeah, that's not really what we're speaking on in this particular podcast episode. Yeah, and one thing I found interesting while looking at kind of like the irrational nature of some of these stress dreams where like they're things you don't necessarily need to be that stressed about was the difference between stress dreams and nightmares because nightmares tend to be more gruesome more related to like trauma where you wake up with like a jolt of fear like demons are coming to get you like spiders are like eating you you know like crazy like that (laughs) 
I don't know, man. That <laughs> we didn't need visuals. But like, okay, <laughs> but like the crazy, like yes, irrational, you know, like ghost. Oh, I'm getting murdered by a demon. But like with stress dreams, you're just waking up with this increased anxiety and like a heightened perception of stress rather than this jolt of fear. Mm-hmm. And with that, like, nightmares are more likely to be a one-time, one-off thing, while stress dreams may be reoccurring. Like, you may be having these dreams every single night and waking up stressed every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that we understand um, reasons why we experience stress and the difference between stress dreams and nightmares, um, why do people have stress dreams? When you are stressed, your body spends more time in REM sleep, which is the sleep cycle or the part of the sleep cycle where you experience dreams. Um, And this leads to you having more vivid dreams. In addition to that, being stressed out can lead to you being unable to fall asleep or unable to stay asleep because your mind is kind of working double time in a way. Um, When you're sleep deprived, that then leads to you having much more intense sleep, meaning more brain activity and again, more time spent in REM, and this increases the amount of dreams and how vivid they are. Um, I always feel like I have really, really vivid dreams when I take a nap. So, <laughs> um, yeah, decreased amount of time asleep doesn't mean that you won't experience dreams or REM sleep. Yeah, like with that, like when it makes sense that you would have bad dreams before a stressful event because stress is associated with poor sleep and poor sleep in general may trigger more frequent dreams if you're waking up in the middle of the night if you're not getting enough sleep like Peyton said there's more happening in your brain so you might be having these stressful dreams that are linking back to real life and these dreams kind of serve as a way to cope with unpleasant events and a way for your brain to emotionally process and regulate all these stressors and emotions you're feeling exactly (laughs) um okay so now We've kind of given some background to the information. Um, So now we're going to get into like some of the more interesting stuff, less scientific stuff. Not that that was super scientific. Um, Where do the plots of these stress dreams come from? Where do plots of dreams in general come from? So when it comes to dreams in general, they can come from literally anywhere like the plots of these dreams it's a jumbled mess in your head basically and what i found really interesting when reading about um the plots of dreams is that it's pretty widely believed that when we're actually sleeping these are just jumbled up mixed thoughts and emotions that are just kind of cycling through your head and that they're not actually a narrative story it's not until we wake up that our minds can sort of force all of that information together and those emotions together and create the plot so um i thought that was really interesting and not what i would have guessed um so some common stress dreams um i'm starting out with my personal favorite and by that I mean my personal least favorite because I experience it all the time and that's teeth falling out (laughs) um it's one of the most common stress dreams I have it pretty much every time I'm feeling stress it's associated with psychological stress um I don't fully know what that means because I thought all stress was psychological but you know it occurs commonly in people who grind their teeth at night I didn't know that either and I 100% do. I grind my teeth when I'm awake, too, when I'm just experiencing conscious stress. I, uh, a little background about me, I work at Starbucks whenever I'm not in school, and there are some stressful times there where everything's moving very quickly, um, and I will always catch myself either grinding my teeth while I'm working 
or once that like busy period ends I'll realize how tense and like sore my jaw is from how tight I've been clenching it um so knowing that it makes sense that that's the stress dreams that I have no I personally I have never had a teeth dream um they're not fun and they're not just teeth falling out it's like teeth shattering out it's I know I said we didn't need a visual but you're gonna get one anyways it's like my teeth fall out and then I choke on my own blood or things like they're very Hmm. gruesome they're not just like oh I I lost a tooth it's no I've lost all of my teeth and can't breathe (laughs) So um, they're not fun. And I, I wake up more stressed than when I went to sleep. So I don't think it helps. Yeah, that'll do. I mean, I, I don't think any of these dreams help that much. I mean, I don't think That's I've any, ever like woken up and been like, mm, I'm glad that was in my head last <laughs> no, night. Like I meant more the, the emotional processing. Like, I don't know that I've no, processed no, anything. No, no. I'm just pissed off and scared. <laughs> understand <laughs> anyways <laughs> another common one is having a dream you're being chased um this one's more commonly associated with feeling trapped or worried about something that you can't escape or can't control and it often will sometimes reflect like being feeling unsafe and this doesn't just mean like you're like you think you're actually getting stalked it could just be reflecting like a fact like there's you have like a boss or someone who you, like, don't trust or who you think is, like, mean. And because of that, your body's processing that through having this dream of being chased because you feel like you're trapped in the situation or you're unsafe around a certain person or in a certain area. Mm-hmm. I also, I quickly did Google what psychological stress is. It's just stress. Like, it really, they, I don't <laughs> know why they had to specify. There's no difference. Um, another common plot is missing an important event. This event could represent real, like a real event that you're going to that you're stressed about, or it could be a fictional event, a fictional story, but could represent real life fear of missing something. Um, It could be some examples are like an exam, an important meeting, or something that you've been thinking about a lot and stressing about while you're awake. Makes sense. You'd bring it with you to sleep. Yeah. And similar to that, another common one is just dreaming in general about work or school. Just because even if you're not stressed about a specific aspect or something coming up, these play such a major role in your life that any stress about life in general might be reflected through dreams about work and school. You could be stressed about your career, your financial situation, or it could be certain situations like you have an exam coming up, you dream that you messed up a meeting or like you, you know, your boss hates you or you like fail all your classes. Even if you might be dreaming about little things like can't find your locker, showing up late. They could be indicative of bigger fears in your life and bigger stress involving your life. Same thing, and one that I have had a lot frequently is dreams about arguments and fights. Um, Just dreaming that you're getting into random fights, random arguments. I, for some reason, and I don't know why, because I'm not, like, mad at anyone. I have dreams that I get into fights with my roommates all the time, and then I wake up and I'm like what happened? Like, are they mad at me? But I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> but if if you are concerned, they might be reenacting tense situations in real life. You might be trying to diffuse some tension, some emotional issues that you can't deal with when you're awake, and you might be creating new scenarios and new arguments that you can control. I don't feel like this is the case with my dreams about my fights 
with my friends because I don't really, I don't know where that tension came from. But maybe that's it for you. I don't know. Do you win the fights? <laughs> no, no, never. And it, it always like, it's like it ends in like me crying and then I wake up and like I'm not crying, but like my face is tense, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I can tell I've been like, <laughs> like squinting almost. <laughs> um. Another one that I included, I've never personally experienced this dream, but it's the dream of being naked in public. Apparently, it's a fairly common dream. I don't really want to experience it, but it stems from feelings of inferiority or anxiety surrounding people's perception of you. Given that fact, surprised it hasn't happened. Um, I more so have dreams when it comes to, like, feeling inferior or, like, being anxious about people, what people think of me. I just have dreams that people hate me, not that I'm naked in public. That's just me, though. Um, Speaking of me, let's get into some of our, we already have a little bit, but some of our more specific personal experiences, specific dreams. One thing I wanted to say. I feel like there was a period of time where, like, on TikTok and in life and whatever, people were making jokes about how, like, they hate it when people tell you the plots of their dreams because they're like, it's not real. It didn't happen. I don't care. Please tell me the plots of your dreams. They're so interesting. Like, I want to know the fictional thing that you made up in your head. That's so fun. Um, Especially if I'm in it. I care even more if it's about me. If I wake (laughs) Um, up and I've had a dream about somebody, I will text them the entire plot, like, as soon as I wake up. Um, So, with that being said, I mentioned that I've had the teeth dream, so I won't, you know, go through that whole thing again. But, yeah, hate those. The first one happened in, uh, like, middle school, um, and it was that I bit a fork, and all my teeth came out, and I've been afraid of forks ever since, so... Um, that's a slight exaggeration, but I don't like them. Um, and then, yeah, typically whenever I have a teeth-related dream, <laughs> sorry, I'm thinking about I I know you were I know you weren't as big of a One Direction fan as I was, but how Liam Payne is afraid of spoons. <laughs> Do you remember that? Like that was like such a big thing. All my friends no, in middle I school were like. That. It was, like, the fun fact that we were, like, proud we knew we were, like, Liam Payne is afraid of spoons. Like, don't bring a spoon if you're going to meet Liam. Let me put my spoon back. Didn't know that fact. Because, like, you know, I bring those to all my meet and greets. Anyways. Yeah, with Liam. (laughs) Yeah, I've met him so many times. Um, That's a lie. Anyways. Yeah, whenever I have a tooth-related dream, I feel like... Yeah, whenever I have a, a stress dream of some sort, and I'll get into this a little bit later, but it's it's just a way of, like, alerting me that I'm bothered by something. Um, so whenever I have a teeth-related dream, I take a sec and I'm like, okay, what am I, like, stressed about? What's, what's going on here? Um, so at least I'm aware of it, you know? They take the same form. Another thing that has happened a few times, it's not super common... But I guess this is less about the dream. And I don't know if this is stress or if this is just a fun dream thing. But um, sometimes I'll, like, wake up and I'm still mentally in the dream. Um, so an example, which Fiona, I just told you this yesterday. So <laughs> you get to hear it again. So, yeah, what happened the other night, this was today is uh, Wednesday for us. So this was Monday night. I had a dream about 
something to do with like I had lost something that I had. I lost the key to a car. I don't know why I had a random car because I also had my own car. I had two cars in this dream. So I had the keys to a car and locked in that car was something really important. I have no idea what it was. I just knew it was really important. And I lost the key to the car and I woke up like real time, woke up. It was like 4 a.m. And I got up and just like went to the restroom and then I I woke up feeling so stressed and I was lit- consciously, I was thinking, I have to, I have to find that key. Like I, I have to get it back. This person needs this thing. And like, I, I need to find that key. Where did I last have that key? And I was literally sitting there trying to think of where I had this key. And then I started looking for it, like genuinely started looking for it. I looked not very hard, but I looked like in my purse and in like a drawer. And I was like, no, you know, it, it's 4am. I'm not going to find this key in the middle of the night. I'll find it in the morning. Like when I'm more awake and I went back to bed and I fell asleep. And then I woke up the next morning. I had almost no recollection of that until I was up for 15 to 20 minutes. And then I was like, oh, what was it that I was looking for? Oh my God. I was like, that was a dream. Like that didn't happen. I fully just in real life continued the dream because I thought that it was real. Um, and we used to think that maybe I somewhat like sleepwalk, sleep talked, but I I don't, I think it was more just, I was like half awake. There was one, um, one time in, I think I was in middle school, my grandma was staying at our house and I like walked into the guest bedroom and I went, I can't find Abby. That's my dog's name. My oldest dog. Um, I was like, I can't find Abby. Where's Abby? Do you know where Abby is? And she was like, I don't know. She's pro-. this was in the middle of the night. She was like, oh, she's probably like outside the door where she always is. Um, cause we had a little, this was on the second floor. There was like a little landing and she would always just sleep on that outside of all of our bedroom doors. And, and I went, I can't find Abby. And she was, I, ju-, she was like, I just told you to check out there. She was like, maybe check downstairs. And I went, I can't find her. Where's Abby? And she goes, this is my grandma in a nutshell. She goes, and then I just decided you weren't in your right mind. So I ignored you till you went away. And I was like, okay, thanks grandma. Amen. And then I, I guess I went back to bed. I have no recollection of this. And she was like, um, yeah. And the next morning, Abby was right there on the landing where I said she probably was. Um, yeah. And there was another time that I, I woke up in the middle of the night and this was in middle school. Well, I guess spoiler alert, it was the middle of the night, (laughs) but in my head it was 6am. Like I knew it was 6am and I got up and I guess I didn't check the time. I didn't do anything. I just was in full autopilot and I went through my morning routine. I like, I took a shower, I got dressed, put my hair in a ponytail, put on mascara and then went downstairs and I was like sitting on the couch waiting for it to be time to go to school. Then I look at a clock and I'm like, oh my God, it's 12.30 a.m. And I am <laughs> sitting here fully ready for school. And I think I just went back to bed fully clothed. Um, so that was fun. Um, don't know that those are stress dreams. Yeah, I, I, I feel like pretty much all of my dreams are about like work or school. Like I pretty much all of my dreams are very realistic and like I can pinpoint the specific stressor because it will be like, it's just like, it's quite literally like my real life, but with like one thing changed to make it significantly worse. Like when I used to work like 40 hours a week, I would have dreams that like I just got to work and like 
it was a normal shift, except I just knew that all my coworkers hated me. Or, like, I would have a dream, like, I got to school, and then, like, I, I, like, would go and, like, sit down where I normally sit with my friends, and then just, like, no one wanted to talk to me, and they wouldn't, like, tell me why. Like, they're always just very specific, like, targeted things, and I wake up, and I'm just, like, oh my god, like, I'm just so, like, on edge. Mm -hmm. Especially now, I... So I have mice, or I had mice in my house, um, so I've had a lot of dreams that, like, mice were crawling on me, and then it's, like, with that, it's, I stress, because I, like, wake up in the middle of the night, and then I can't tell if, like, I actually felt something, or if I dreamt I felt something, and then I'm, like, sitting there, like, gripping my sheets, like, oh my god, like, are the mice here? We also have squirrels in the attic, so, like, I can <laughs> I can hear those sometimes when I'm like thinking about the mice. Yeah, they're so that your that's house fun. your house needs help. There's there's leaking ceilings, there's mold, yeah. there's You know um, how it goes. Yeah. So, so I think sure. that's contributed to my stress dreams lately. I've yeah. moved past just the work and school and the just the work and school thing. I think that's honestly that's probably what's causing my like weird argument dreams because I think just like being in this house like mm -hmm. is a stressor for me. <laughs> Maybe the mold is poisoning you. Um Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, I feel like my dreams are um not like that. Mine are puzzles. <laughs> Mine I have to really sit and think about. Um but in a way it could be worse to have like specific realistic dreams because i think they could be more confusing whereas i wake up and i'm like well well for starters i i have all my teeth so like we're good um <laughs> whereas you you don't know if you have mice in bed or not no there there was one time i woke up and i like had a dream that i was like arguing with my roommate and i went downstairs and she was sitting there and i like stood in the doorway for probably like a minute and i was like did we actually like get into some argument yesterday like i was like I was like, why does it feel, like, tense right now? And I was like, no, it just feels tense because I woke up, like, stressed out because <laughs> I had this dream. Um, oh, I mentioned that I have dreams about my dogs. Um, they're very sad dreams. They are always that my dogs are dying. Um, and I've noticed, so we're not going to, we're not going to, you know, stay on this topic for too long. But, um... I noticed that I would always have those when I went back to school after a long break. So it was that I was missing my dogs, missing home, missing whatever, and that I was probably stressed about going back to school. Um, there was one last year we got, I'm, this one's less realistic, so that's why I'm telling the story of it. The other ones will make me cry. One time my dog died at your house. I don't know why my dog was ever at your house, but that's where it was. Maybe get out. <laughs> and uh, yeah, maybe that means I'm not welcome me yeah. or my dogs <laughs> um but yeah i had we got two puppies last year and we got them when i was on spring no the weekend like right before spring break or something like that around spring break and so i still had to go back to school and when i got back to school um in the dream my mom was like and i don't remember all the details but i remember she was like we have to get rid of the puppies and i was like why no why do we have to get rid of the puppies she was like they just don't behave and I was like yeah they're 
they're puppies. <laughs> like, that's what happens. And she was like, yeah, so I'm throwing them away. And I was like, you're... <laughs> and I'm, I'm acting like I was very calm, cool, collected in this dream. I was distressed in this dream. I was like, no, you can't, uh -huh. you can't throw away our puppies. She was like, I already did. And then I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, I've thrown them away. And then I was running down the street, like, trying to get the puppies out of the trash can. Like, they were literally in a garbage can. Like, anyways, um, I woke up, never found the dogs, but they're fine. Um. Hey, so yeah, glad they're still here. Those I've determined are my like I'm homesick dreams. Yeah. No, I yeah, it's work school. It's it's the mice. That's been the big one for me. But that one I think is just like like I have I pretty consistently Okay. Little backstory. So back in October, um I wake up in the middle of the night to some wrestling noises. Long story short, it's a mouse in my trash can in my bedroom. I keep my room very clean. I'm not a messy person. There was no reason for it to be there. Anyways, set up some traps. You know, the next night, I'm like, okay, I can do this. Fall asleep. Wait, I'm woken up again by the mouse. This time it's because it's stuck in my trap because it was like a no-kill trap. Take it out at like 4 a.m. The next night, I'm terrified to fall asleep. Like, I have never like been so stressed out. I fell asleep with all my lights on and then I was like curled into a ball on my bed and like... I woke up, or I guess, I guess I, I guess I was still sleeping, I don't know, but, like, I woke up, and I was, like, in my bed, and there was, like, a figure at the end of my bed, like, in the corner of my room, there was this little boy staring at me, and, like, it was just, like, I have never been, it, like, I've never felt fear like this, like, it was, like, my whole body was, like, what is going on, and he was staring, and, like, I don't know, like, what he was doing, but I just, like, knew that I was terrified, and then he disappeared and, like, I felt someone, like, tugging on my sheets on, like, either side of me. And I, I, like, felt like I was, like, fighting demons. Like, it was, like, like, it was, like, someone, I don't know if I've told you, you this story. You have never told me this story. <laughs> I'm sitting here, like, what the hell? Are you, is this sleep paralysis or a fucking ghost boy? Sorry, I won't yeah, swear too much on this. That's, I was watching it and I was like, I don't actually know if I've said this. Yeah. But no, it was like no. someone was like grabbing the sheets on either side of me. And I was literally like, I don't, I don't know if I was moving or not. I was trying to fight back, but like, I wish I had a recording of me. Cause I was probably like flailing my arms and I was like, oh my God, like I'm going to die. Um, and then, then it stopped. And then I was just laying there and I was like, what the hell just happened? And I was still thinking about the mice a little bit. It was very distressing. Um, but that... I think is that's and then yeah I looked at that was definitely like my like sleep paralysis but that has never happened to me before and I think it was the mice and the stress that did it so um just be careful if you have mice because they might <laughs> they might give you sleep paralysis they might conjure um, ghost boys that's so creepy god it was if that so happened weird. to me I and think I would just combust no, and the then it spot. was it was like three nights in a row of terrible sleep because the other two nights the mice had woken me up, and then I just like I don't think I've slept the same here since then. Like <laughs> this is completely unrelated, not completely unrelated. It's related to Ghost Boy, not <laughs> not dreams. But when uh, we were at one of my friends' house one time, and we were using his VR game, and there's this like it's called like the 
creepy room or some some it's something room but basically you're like you're in this scary room and you're you're the only goal of the game is literally just to like get through the level but there's stuff that'll jump out at you creepy stuff and obviously it's like vr you can hear it around you it looks like you're there like it it is more um you're more in it in a way and they were like let's do the creepy room and backstory of me i hate all things scary <laughs> i don't watch horror movies yep. i've never seen a horror movie like i have never in my life watched a horror movie i really? don't know i because it'll give me nightmares no it won't give me nightmares i won't be able to fall asleep like i i know yeah. myself and i can't do it um like haunted houses jump scare type stuff that i can do but whenever it's like soup the thing is i can watch crime stuff I might lose a little bit of sleep, but when it comes to, like, the supernatural, it really freaks me out. Um, so, yeah, we're all there, and I say all of us, there's four of us, there were four of us there, (laughs) and they were like, let's play this, and they were like, Peyton, you can go first, and I was like, why the hell would I want to go first? And they were like, just, just go first, we'll, you know he'll go easy on you or something like that. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm going first. And I'm sitting there and I'm in it. And this, this room, it was so creepy. Like there was this little demon that would like appear in like dark shadowy parts of the room. And then you're, you're looking all around. You can't see the whole room at once. Like you have to look around and sometimes you'll turn Mm -hmm. and it's like right there. But one of the shots is of it it's head peeking out from the edge of the bed like you're in a bed in the game and i screamed and like took the vr headset off and i was like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god why would you do that to me and then they were like what happens after that they turned to our friend we they turned to him and they're like what happens next and he goes i don't know i've never gotten through it and i was like you let me do that you said he was like yeah that's the scariest one and i was like why would you do that to me he said you do it for me (laughs) and then i could not sleep for so long because i would just i had such a clear image in my head of this little demon like coming over the the foot of my bed and i still think about it it's been two years i still think about it Um, (laughs) no it's been a year it's been a year and a half i still think about it it was halloween it was terrible no, that was, I've been, I've been watching The Last of Us and I had a dream, like I watched it like right before bed. I think it was like the first or, it, I, I, it was the first episode. So it was like right when, I, I don't think you've seen The Last of Us. It was right when the like little like fungus broke out. So there were basically like a zombie show. There were mm-hmm. like something like creepy fungus zombies. And I was having a dream, like I watched it right before bed and I was having a dream. That these three little like zombie children had broken into my house and like I had to kill them because they were zombies but I was like I can't kill kids and then the squirrels in my attic woke me up in the middle of the night with like it's like clawing noises that they make and I jolted up and I was like they're here um but it was just my attic squirrels it was not zombie children in middle school I would stay up late and watch pretty little liars and then I would have stalker dreams (laughs) I stopped watching for a while now I'm tough enough to get through Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so we're going to lighten it back up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. No How more, can we fix no this? Demon, <laughs> no more demon children. Um, one other somewhat recurring dream that I would have. Um, not recurring. That's not the correct term. Um, 
each time I would start a new school, so from elementary school to middle school, for all three of those changes for me, I had a, a weird dream about going to this new school. And like, I know what the new school looks like each time. Like, I knew exactly what to expect, at least of what it looked like. And it would not be that. Like, one of them, the whole school was like tents that was outside. Um, some It always had to do with outside in a way. Um, or like my stuff not being where it's supposed to be. There was one in college where like me and my roommate were trying to find our dorm and then we realized it was an outdoor dorm and we were like, but what if it rains? <laughs> um, things like that. <laughs> things like that. But it was uh-huh. each time I started a new school and I was like, I didn't think that I was stressed to start a new school. Like I, I never, I don't feel like I ever got overly stressed about it, but I think a little bit internally there was like a, a little bit of mm-hmm. fear about you know, being in a new school and new people, um, not, you never, you know, you might know what it looks like, but you don't fully know what to expect, that kind of thing. Um, so I think those were also some stress dreams. Do you have any more stress dreams that don't involve demon yeah. children? <laughs> yeah. That aren't me talking about my sleep paralysis? Um, no, nothing, nothing too, too crazy. I was gonna say that before we got into the sleep paralysis, I was thinking ahead to what we were going to talk about. And I was like, well, we didn't get super... I was thinking about like my dog dreams or like some of the stress dreams, even the teeth ones, like didn't get too in depth, like in the details of like how disturbing some of these dreams can be. But I feel like we did in the end. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, really, really came out of left field with the sleep paralysis one. Felt like it was relevant. <laughs> no, it was. It's it's great. So yeah, stress dreams can be very scary and very distressing. <laughs> they can add to the stress. So um, as far as we wanted to think of some ways to maybe help prevent stress dreams, is it possible to prevent stress dreams? How can you minimize, um, if not get rid of them, minimize the frequency of them? Um, it's impossible to eliminate stress and therefore probably impossible to eliminate stress dreams. Um, some people don't have many dreams or don't have as vivid of dreams. Um, good for you. Um, or not, yeah. you know, sometimes they're entertaining when yeah. you have a good dream. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, considering your dreams most likely come from the emotions that you're feeling and things that are happening in your real life. If you're stressed in your real life, um, it can lead to stress dreams. So starting with the actual stress that you're feeling in life is really, really the only thing that can help. Um, but as this isn't necessarily about preventing stress dreams, but something that I've found helps me is just being able to recognize that this is the product of stress, like the dreams that mm-hmm. I'm having, being able to sit and figure out why I might be having them. Um, when I used to wake up from stress dreams about my dogs dying or my teeth falling out, they just really scare me and like cause a lot more stress, at least for those first few minutes after waking up. Because um, you wake up in like a panic. It's not just like a little bit of stress. Um, so now I'm a little more used to them and I wake up and think, oh, like I, I must be more stressed than I thought I was. I think that sometimes I'm not the best at recognizing increases in stress. I think I'm a fairly high stress person. I think I stress about very small things all the time. So, um, 
basically my resting state is a state of stress. <laughs> so when there's increased stress, I don't always pick up on it. So when I have those dreams, because I don't have them that often, when I have those dreams, I know that it's more just trying to alert me of my stress and make sure that I consciously recognize the way I'm feeling and kind of address it. Also, whenever I... Uh, these happen a lot during the like last couple weeks of a semester when you're stressed about your exams or your projects or, you know, the end of the semester in general. They move so quickly and everything feels so go, go, go that I don't always take time to like, I don't always take time for myself in general, but time to like process the way I'm feeling or the stress that I have. So sometimes I'll have more stress dreams during those times and then I sit back and think, okay, like, this is clearly trying to tell me that I'm more stressed than I think I am right now. And I also tend to get sick. I almost always get sick in the last week of the semester, which sucks. Um, but I think it's because my literal body has not had time to rest or um, the stress just takes over a little bit. And it's literally just like, please recognize your stress. <laughs> like, take a second. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that it's I, – I just find it helpful to almost try and analyze – the stress and the dreams to help just put it into a better perspective. It won't necessarily get rid of the dreams, but it can help you get to the root of the problem quicker. Um, if the dreams that you're having are a product of an underlying issue or like illness, that's not always possible, but it's just something that helps me with like day-to-day -day stresses. Mm -hmm. No. And another thing I feel like that works for me and something I'm not very good at doing personally, and I know that everyone says this and this is what like like everyone knows this but spend time winding down before bed so you're not going to sleep already super stressed and this like I'm not saying like oh don't be on your phone but like don't do something extremely stressful and then immediately go to sleep because then you like stress is the last thing on your mind like the other night and I'm not a night person I'm definitely a morning person so I don't usually stay up late I stayed up until like 2 a.m working on this presentation that I was super stressed about and then I pretty much like I hit submit I brushed my teeth and I went in bed and I fell asleep. And as I was falling asleep, I was still thinking about this presentation. I was very stressed out about it. It was about grease. I woke up at like 4 a.m. because I thought the grease, the grease, the Greeks <laughs> were in my ceiling. It was not, it was the squirrels. But I was like, I woke up and then I was still stressed about this presentation because I was like, God, the Greeks are in my house now. And like, I don't know what to say about them. Like... <laughs> So what I should have probably done was spent some time, even if it is like checking my phone for a minute or like reading a book, something that's more relaxing that'll take your mind off the stress so that you're not just like going to bed with these stressful emotions in your head. I was, I have one quick thing. Um, yeah, yeah. So you were saying, you know, about you not being the best at like spending time winding down before bed. Just curious, like how was your night routine last night? Um, my night routine, it was not good. Um, I was up quite, okay, no, this is another good, this, of me being stressed out. I, <laughs> to be clear, I was really stressed because I had to send an email, okay? That's very hard for me. Um, so it just, it kicked me with some adrenaline. Um, you know, but then I stayed up for about an hour and a half playing Stardew Valley and oh. I felt better. <laughs> so you so did wind down, it was just a little later than usual. I did wind down. I was just up quite late. Um, gotcha, gotcha. But that was good. That time I was good about it because I was like, I know I can't fall asleep right now because I'm still like a little on edge. Mm -hmm. So why don't I do something? Maybe not the most productive choice of thing to do. 
But you don't have to worry about I slept being great. productive. In that last like hour, who cares? Wind, uh-huh. wind down however Amen. you choose. Yeah. And with that, think of your bed as a place for like just sleep and like fun things. And like it's safe. Like I know everyone also says like, oh, like don't, you know, whatever. Like don't like don't relax do in your bed all the time. In bed. Don't. Yeah. 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 Because it's not, then your body is going to associate the stress of like doing homework, doing these stressful things with like being in your bed. You want your bed to be a place that like you go and you can chill. Also that it's like, it's more rewarding when you can finally lay down than if you've been sitting in your bed doing homework all day and stressing. And then you're like, well, it looks like I'm just going to keep sitting here all night and like still being stressed. It's not good for you. And this is very hard if you are a student or somebody who you you are not a, a full adult with a, a house or something like you have one room mm-hmm. and that is your space and um it's really really hard to not do your homework in bed um one thing i don't know if psychologists will think that this is the same thing but i make my bed every morning and i don't unmake it until i'm going to bed so i might do homework yeah. in bed but i'm not in bed i'm just i'm sitting on my bed but it's fully made just for some sort of mental differentiation especially if you live if you live in a dorm and you have a roommate that you have half of a very small room like yeah it's very difficult um we recognize that so just some way of differentiating sleep space and work slash stress space yeah no because i do that too bed gets made first thing in the morning bed does not get unmade until i'm going to bed i also have been trying to do homework at my desk but my desk is quite tiny so i hate my desk i hate my desk chair so i don't like sitting in it Mm, i don't mind my desk chair it's just i feel like my desk is very restrictive i don't Mm -hmm. know i usually try and go to the library because i also just sometimes need to leave my room period but sure that's one thing like just don't do anything basically don't do anything that makes you associate sleep with stress because the whole point of sleep is like recovery and rest Mm -hmm. like if these dreams are recurring like if you're like every single night you're like so stressed out and you're laying in bed so stressed out a once again try and find something to do to calm yourself down and if it's if it keeps happening this might be a sign that you need to take a break like, figure out what exactly is making you so stressed and find a way to cope with and address the stress. Like, there's, you shouldn't be stressed out going to sleep every single night. There's, there, there's some underlying okay. problem there. Like, if, you've got to work on that. I mean, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> so that's the end of this episode. Um, if you have any fun stress dreams, please send them to us. We'll read them. <laughs> yeah. tell me about your sleep paralysis like i want to know if anyone else has experienced this i mean obviously someone else has but let me know it's a thing um um (laughs) but yeah and if if you have really concerning dreams about your teeth falling out i'm here you know none of my friends make fun of me they they think it's funny that i don't like forks but you know it's traumatic and i understand I'm here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We we hope you learned something. We hope you learned something about us yeah. um, and about how to fix your problems because that's what no. we're here for. <laughs> Please don't put that much <laughs> pressure on us. We are college students. We yeah. can't sort out our own problems. <laughs> yeah. um. And on that note, we'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>